0: Well, hello there. It's me, Dave Berry, here to tell you once again about my brand new podcast, Dave Berry's Dad Pod, which conveniently has found its way into your feed right here. Check it out. It's me talking all things dad with a host of fabulous people. And this time round, it's the turn of the man who got Simon Cowell's golden buzzer on Britain's Got Talent, the very funny Kojo. Enjoy, and please do subscribe, rate and review. Thanking you. Let me ask you this question. It's seven years from now, you come home, Yeah. Roman's there to greet you, he stood there in the hallway, Mm. behold, he's wearing a full Manchester United kit.
1: Oh (laughs) my (laughs) lord!
0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Dave Berry's Dad Pod with Royal London. I am Dave Berry and I recently became a father for the first time to a wonderful little being named Evangeline. And that's why I wanted to create a space where people could come and celebrate all the wonderful, exciting and sometimes frankly scary things that are fatherhood. Each episode I'll be joined by a special guest to talk all things Dad... And today, I'm joined by a stand-up comedian who has had quite the year. He made the country laugh, finishing fourth place in this year's Britain's Got Talent. His audition has now been viewed 30 million times on YouTube. Along the way, he managed to impress the not always easy to impress Simon Cowell. And his fans include comic superstars such as Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. Along with all of this, he has become a dad for the first time to a son named Roman Kingsley. It's Kojo. Come on. Yes, Kojo.
1: Come on, Dave. First of all, I just want to say it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. We were uh, we was across the room from each other, weren't we? We used to stare at each other through soundproof glass. <laughs> and pretend to work. <laughs>
0: I'm still pretending to work now. I don't know about you.
1: <laughs> Good to be here, my brother, man.
0: Thank it's... you so much for having me. Well, it's so lovely to have you here. And let's start talking about marrying comedy with being a dad mm. it's a large part of your stand up routine Yeah, why do you think it's such a great topic that unites comedians and, and the audience
1: alike I feel like it depends when you become a dad I'd say mm-hmm. as well because it kind of mirrors most of the population I would say most most adults I mean live stand up comedy is an, an adult thing you've got to be 18 to come see us you know what I mean so it's like that core audience are parents. Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean or families mm. so you you get to um, a stage where I feel like I was kind of late to the party I'm sure sometimes you probably feel like that as well I do yeah I started feel- to do
0: the maths on it as well sometimes <laughs> it gives me shivers <laughs> I rem- I remember hiding my dad's 40th birthday present in my bedroom when I was about 14 oh no yeah so I'm th- he's a young dad yeah yeah same can't be said of me <laughs> oh,
1: oh mate me too bruv but I felt like I was late to the party So so for me it's like it's an exciting time for me because I get to have a whole new chapter of material, new experiences, but I've kind of caught up to my audience. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm not that guy who's just out and about going at Monday to Friday anymore. It, it's, it's, it's Distant, it's, distant memory, uh, Joe. The responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, I feel like it, it's a beautiful marriage in terms of comedy and being a family guy because you get to get a lot more me
0: so the taxi tour, which is going to be coming to venues across the UK yeah. in early 2020, how much does your show focus on being a father? What kind of percentage of it is? Fifty percent,
1: half. Okay, fifty percent. Yeah, because I feel like before, like Dave, you, you've known me for a long time, and I felt like um, I kind of went through a period in my life when, um, when I when I left radio to pursue film and some other stuff, it was kind of a um, a bit of a downward spiral for for me personally and i invested my time when i was in that space to just being happy mm-hmm. just being happy so i met my fian- now my now fiance tiffany and then finding out where we're about to have a have a child it was like that's where all my energy went into do you know what i mean and then from um when roman was born it's just been like a blessing after blessing after blessing and i feel like it's just been the perfect moment for me to be be a father as well, because you got it's got to be when you're ready as well. You know how we are as lads. You know what I mean? Like we've got to be ready to be a dad. I think
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, one of the things I would say about being a slightly older dad is that I I do feel ready to have this mm. in my life. Mm. And I mean, obviously, it, it is such a blessing to have children at any time. Yeah, of and course, yeah. obviously, everybody listening to this, uh, if you are a, a mum or a dad, we know that you love your kids. Whichever time in your life, mm-hmm. they've come along. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel settled now, and I feel ready to embrace this experience. Picking up from what you just said, you recently tweeted that having a child puts an extra battery in your work rate. Yeah. It drives you to realise that good ain't good enough when greatness is available. So that's you're talking about work maybe you said a downward spiral then you yeah. meet Tiffany and then yeah. Roman is born yeah. and now we see you're having such incredible success and I'm so pleased for you in your work life are you saying that the two of those things are linked in some absolutely, way
1: absolutely because listen man I feel like you know it's a it's a buzzword I guess or a, a huge topic at the moment in terms yeah. of mental health mm-hmm. and mental health can strive from um, you not being happy enough to do something for yourself do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and I feel like we we all step into that space where it's easy to kind of go to someone else's house and wash the plates, isn't it? You know, you, you ever done that? Yeah, you don't. My, oh, you want me to help you it up? <laughs> but you, but but at home, your your kitchen sink is just piled right. up. Do you know what I mean? So it's easy to kind of be helpful towards someone else than than it is yourself. To listen to
0: their to listen to their issues yeah, and what's worrying yeah, them, and, and be yeah. a supportive friend while exactly. everything isn't necessarily exactly. good for you. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I felt like I was in a space where I wasn't really excited about doing stuff for myself, but mm-hmm. when I found out my son was coming. Mm. That's the new battery pack. That's the new energy that I've got. I was like, I can't let him down. I can't give him any excuses. He don't care what mood I was in yesterday. He needs me right now. And I feel like that's what I kind of mean by it's easier for me. It was easier for me. I mean, now I'm okay, but it was easier for me to do everything for him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Put all my energy into him. I was excited to actually have someone else that I could care about. Even if I didn't care about myself as much, he was my new motivation, and that's what I mean by having that new energy, that battery pack when you, when you have a child.
0: Well, I mean, I'm so pleased, you know, because people's mental well-being is, is such an important thing, mm. and if you feel that you, your mental well-being was treated by the birth of your son, then that's just such a wonderful thing, and that's yeah. a wonderful thing for him to know in years to come. Um, as he makes up, like, 50% of your tour, yeah. I want this to be a document that, Roman, you're owed quite a lot of money from Daddy, okay? Because... <laughs> Like, I don't want any of this five pounds a week pocket money nonsense, Kojo. You're going to you're gonna have to look Cheese after to Cheese sandwiches, him. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're going to have to make sure you look after him. So you, you talk about Roman being born and sharpening your focus. Yeah. How have you found being a dad? Would you say it's trial and error? This is something I've said to other people who have guested
1: yeah. on the podcast. Is Are you kind of figuring it out as you go along? I don't think there's any answer but trial and error. Like, there's no professional out there. Not even people who are childminders or carers because... Every child is individual. Mm. Every child, there's no one that's ever raised Evangeline.
0: Mm-hmm. Do,
1: you know, do you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. there's no one that's ever raised it. So, so you are finding out about that that human being every single day. And just when you think you got a routine together, there's a curveball. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what they consistently do. They keep us on our toes, and I feel like I feel like with Roman, well, you know, you know, like, I'm sure you. We've all you become a parent. You tell everyone, all right, this is what you got to do, and blah 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 yeah. blah. And you're like, man, enough with the advice. Like, I, let me mess up myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let me learn the hard way. As Everyone has done kind of thing, so yeah, man. I I appreciate um, all the advice that you get from people and all the other stuff, but there has to be room for you to become your own dad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't want to be like your dad. You want to be you want to be Dave Berry the dad. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And no one's ever been Dave Berry the dad before, unless no. there's a clone out there. Dave. <laughs> no,
0: I hope not. I really hope <laughs> not uh, for everyone's sake.
1: But that's a really
0: strong piece of dad advice. You can only be a, a, a parent to your child. You're the only person who's done that. You need to make your own. Mistakes. Yeah. And you're so right about. It's interesting because some of the things I speak to other dads about and, and other mums, parents in general, some of the things they find challenging, mm. we don't have in in our life because Evangeline's not that kind of baby. Like yeah. we're really blessed with the fact she just loves to sleep.
1: Yeah, um, just like
0: a same, same as Roman. <laughs> right, is Roman the same? Mate. Because that's you just see and you know, and my heart goes out to them. But you just see some dads and mums and they're just absolutely hanging. <laughs> God bless them because yeah, yeah. they've had an hour of sleep in one you entire know week. Yeah,
1: do you know what? You, even like to add to the question he asked me before, like what. I- I did was um, I find myself as somebody who... Responds to a situation rather than reacts to one. And the difference is reacting to a child coming is okay, the baby's here now, I'm going to. But if you know a child's coming, uh, you kind of got nine months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Nature yeah. dictates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if he's really like, lazy, you're around the nine month mark.
1: If he's really lazy like my son was, maybe 10 months. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Because he was he was like three weeks late, he was. was he? Yeah, he was, he was down there talking when he came out. So So I was like, I was like, that's nine months to get it into your head of what's going to happen. That's nine months of now moving into a new rhythm of being a dad. Do you know what I mean? Getting maybe habits out of, of your life that you have that you know that you ain't going to do when the child comes in. Just, then you can respond to the situation rather than, oh, he's here. I mean, I, I want to ask you a question. Go on. How was, how was <laughs> your very first night when you brought Evangeline home? Like, how, how was that moment when you're, when that, you know, it's, she's here? You're sitting down. It's just you and your partner.
0: Yeah, we all came home together, the right. three of us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you're just sitting at home. Like, what was going through your mind? Like the first like hour, like you're at home, and she's home. It's yeah. all happened.
0: Yeah, it's like, where's the adult? Why is there, <laughs> Why is there? Why is there That's no so one true. here who knows what they're yeah. doing? I've said on the podcast before that drive home from the hospital yeah. was the most cautious, slow, <laughs> checking, checking both ways. You know, there's. <laughs> There's a there's a truck there. It's 8 oh. miles down the road. I'm still not pulling out from the junction. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of felt a little bit like that. Yeah. I just then showed her around her new home. That's what I did. I yeah. scooped her up and like took her into like what was going to be her bedroom and yeah. it felt really special. So you talk about the 9 months and preparing mm. is that really how it was i mean because that's single-mindedness that i think is to be admired did you use that time wisely or yeah. were you still shocked when when roman came along mate i'm still shocked yeah come on what day you ain't gonna be shocked
1: man do you it's know so what i mean like, i'm still i still look at him and like <laughs> man that's mine yeah do you know what i mean like it, every day is, is a shock and for me like it was it was like a, a surreal moment of wow like we're left like like you said like as old as we are I felt like wow we're on our own just me and you like we've got we're responsible we have to be responsible yeah. and that uh, I don't feel I slept that first night because I'm just watching him making sure he's still breathing yeah. no that was panic it's like still, make sure he's still breathing do you yes. know what I mean yep he, yep he, he, he's okay fine you, you can't sleep I, I couldn't I couldn't sleep so I was just up and just watching him I mean thank god we, we were used to getting up at 4am anyway <laughs> true sleep what's that Uh, maybe maybe that's how we dealt with it to be be fair but um yeah do a
0: breakfast show for a couple of years yeah a radio breakfast show and then become a parent qualified parent that's how how you qualify
1: (laughs) but um but yeah man it was just a, a beautiful moment and um my my cousin who's actually now my manager as well quincy he he gave me a really bit of advice when he spoke about his moment where he was just it was just him and steph his partner and he was like Wow, like, this is just us, though. Now we are the new rhythm for this child, and we've got to do it our way. And we take some advice here and there when it's when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's it. That, that was just a beautiful first night, I think,
0: yeah. It's nice being a unit, isn't it? It's nice to
1: feel like you're now a member of a team. Yeah, and I feel like we're probably similar in this sense where you feel like the child gives you a bit of security. Mm-hmm. As much as we're the adults, right, and you feel like... Yeah, we're, we're, our job is to look after that child. That child is kind of looking after you in terms of your mind state, in terms of your what you're going to do moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, be more hungry, and, you know, aim for the best now. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It gives you a, a, a great bit of energy. So, yeah, man, I love being a parent.
0: How has Roman taken to your your line of work? Mm. Is he, has he seen you on TV? Have you shown him things? Have you shown him the Britain's Got Talent audition? Is he aware that that's daddy on the TV? Do, do you
1: know what? I feel like obviously social media can be any, it could be a beautiful thing or it could be like the worst thing ever. Yes. And because me and Tiff were kind of putting our stealths on social media before Roman got here, I didn't want to hide him from the world because I felt like then you become that neighbour where, you know, they always everything's secretive and then everyone looks over your garden. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, But if you're out, out yeah. and about doing what you're doing, no one bothers you. No just one's y- gonna pry. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you've you've just you know you've released the information. That's it. Everyone mm-hmm. gets on with their day, and and that that's kind of how it was for me. And um, and put him out there, so he's already used to a lot of people, which is great. Do you know what I mean? We took him to an award show, uh, me and Tiff, and um, oh, did you? Yeah, he was in his little <laughs> suit, little <laughs> bow tie. Oh my
0: goodness, so and, cute.
1: And he 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 smiles. He just smiles. He's a very smiley baby, and um. I want that to just be normal straight away. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I want him to know that there's a lot of people, there's interest in him. He probably, now he's like 13 months. Yeah, I see. I swore I would never say that. He's one. Yeah. <laughs> he's
0: one. How yeah. long does the month counting thing go Apparently on Apparently
1: until two years, but not in my, <laughs> not in my calendar. He's one. Yeah. Um, but I just want that to be his norm. And as he goes on, you know, hopefully... He's starting to walk now as well. So, like, it's. Look, I want to bring him on the road with me. I want him to learn and see the world and travel. And the first thing you want to do is give your son maybe things that you didn't have, right, no. or your child. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's what you want to do. You want to give them everything that you felt you missed out on, but... We're going to be great in our own way and I just want him to know how big the world is because that's one thing that I did know when I was young is how big the world is and it wasn't just my doorstep.
0: Well, that's very nice to hear actually. Um, he's got his own Instagram account, Yeah. talking of social media. yeah, He's already got more followers than me, unbelievable, <laughs> 13 months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've touched on it there yourself and Tiffany, being active on social media. What are your feelings towards that? Because um, again, I, I'm, of, I'm kind of out of an opinion that as Evangeline gets older, mm it's kind of right up there with don't touch that, it's hot, don't get into strangers' cars, be very, very careful about Twitter and Instagram. Or there's also a chance that because you know so many angry middle-aged people now use it, mm. that by the time she's old enough to know it, it'll be out of fashion and no yeah. young people will be They'll using go it. Back anyway. To, uh,
1: regular talking?
0: <laughs> Remember <laughs> Imagine. that? Imagine. Remember that app? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> conversation. Anyone downloaded that recently? Uh, um,
1: or is it just a bit of fun and it's a nice I way of him like, sharing
0: some pictures and not yeah, overthinking like, things?
1: I feel like the plus side for that for us is memories. Right, like, you know, gone are the days where you're gonna go to Boots and you know wait for them to <laughs> wait for them to uh, get give you your pictures back <laughs> developed. Right, <laughs> yeah. we can just now keep all these memories online mm. for us. And also, you're able to genuinely when they start to really become aware of themselves. This is when you was born. This is ha- you know your first time you did this. This is You in a tuxedo. Yeah, this is you in a tuxedo. Your first award show. All, like all of this stuff is like. Memories, And we're kind of just trying to do that. And also, I feel at liberty to encourage other fathers. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's what, that's kind of my subconscious in doing that. The excitement that I have with Roman. I've had so many men, Dave, who have approached me in barbershops, out and about talking about my relationship with my son. Some of these guys aren't allowed to see their children. Some of these guys have chosen not to see their children and regret it. It's sort of a healing thing visually Mm. without there being, oh, let's sit down and talk about this. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like us in the public eye, we have a sort of responsibility to try and paint as best of a picture as we can to being better people we're not perfect. Do you know what I mean? And we're not we're, we're never going to be perfect, but if we can try and aim to be the best we can, it encourages so Many people in an
0: inspirational kind of way.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and I think.
0: And you say that obviously there's that thing about real life, and then the life that people are putting on Instagram. Yeah, you're saying that there's actually somewhere in there there's a middle ground where people can see someone that they 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 like your stand up or whatever. Mm -hmm. They investigate a little further, Mm -hmm. and they can see you being a a good dad and a happy father, and, and, and that's a nice message to put out there. From a visual perspective,
1: absolutely, you get to create your own reality show on social media. You you get to produce and put out what you want people to see, and I feel like that's what me and Tiff have decided to do. Mm-hmm. I you you know me for a long time, Dave. Like I didn't see myself doing. I was very secretive in my life before I met Tiff, but but I feel a new sense of freedom. I feel. I feel. If we disagree, us, I think we go online. We have a debate. She thinks this. I think that. What do you not think? Okay, and Twitter it, poll. Yeah, and it gives us a perspective. It gives us perspective. You know,
0: um, and, that's a really and, refreshing attitude, actually, Kojo. And, I've not heard that.
1: Bro, like for me, I'm just trying to use social media in a positive way that mm. benefits people rather than liking someone's picture or do you know what I mean? Like they're putting more depth to it and having read about 13 books in the last two years I've I've learnt more about people and their journeys and what people what really matters to people and I think like if entertaining people can also come with like a positive message underneath people people engage more and I feel like my fan base has grown because of it mm-hmm. it's become I'm more of a mate to people now rather than oh Kojo the famous guy from Britain's Got Talent it's become like you know I'll go for a drink with him mm. do you know what I mean and yeah. I think when you normalise yourself to a certain degree it keeps people out of Your garden. Mm. Yeah,
0: no, I I totally see what you mean. I like the analogy. It's interesting because, as as well, what you're saying is people do feel a disconnect from their stars, whether Mm. that be of the football world. It's just so unrelatable to us football fans. Also musicians and actors. And I think there's a bit of a drive from those people, or particularly their representatives, Mm. to try and make them a little bit more accessible. So you do do think, I could go for a drink with that person. Exactly. And and, and that's a nice way of connecting. No matter how much
1: money these people earn they still got to take their kids to school. Mm. they still got to feed them at night. That's the reality that makes people go, OK, forget his cheque, forget her cheque and what, whatever money they're getting. He's still got to do the same job as me. And that's yeah. what normalises you. Most Mo to... Salah's on the school run. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it's running somewhere. Because last night was horrendous. Anyway.
0: At time of record, Liverpool yeah. have lost the Champions League game. <laughs> just going to press pause on my chat with Kojo to tell you about our friends Royal London who are supporting this podcast since becoming a dad I've started thinking about the future finances stuff like that I know you've probably got a million other things going on in your head as a parent but it is important Royal London has been around for over 150 years and knows that life events like these may get you thinking about your financial future for you and your family Royal London has various types of life insurance to suit your lifestyle and budget, which can provide money that could make a real difference to your family. Find out more at royallondon.com. Right, back to Koja. Koja, let me ask you, Mm. you know, you've said 50% of the routine, roughly speaking, of the new stand-up tour is gonna be about Roman. There's a great bit you do about your dad's strict curfew and hiding in your bed and stuff. How different a father are you to Roman that your dad was to you? Are there key differences that are highlighted straight away in your mind? <laughs>
1: yeah, nothing was funny to my dad. Okay. Which made everything funny to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, like... The ultimate straight man. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> literally, like... <laughs> but my, I, I, feel, I feel like I'm going to be the dad where if it's funny, you ain't in trouble. Yeah, okay. That that like, that, that if I, if you have me in you hysterics. Heard it here
0: first, Roman. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if you have me in hysterics, you're going to you might you're probably going to get away with it. Yeah. you see know what I'm trying to say because I've I'm still a comic. I still look at the funny side of things, yeah. you know what I mean? I think within that there's still discipline to be had. And I want to teach by giving him experience. I don't want to teach him by saying you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. I think if you expose your child to as much as possible, They'll get the natural sense of, you know, don't put your hand in fire, it's going to burn you. Mm. Fire has no emotion. It doesn't make, okay, I'll, I'll give you another chance. It's like when people slow down after they've been given the light by the speed camera. You yeah. might, well keep... <laughs> yeah,
0: might as well keep going. Yeah, you might as well keep
1: going, He's not going to take it back.
0: <laughs> Again, officer, you heard it here first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so for me, that that's kind of my whole parenting strategy. I kind of want him to learn through experience mm-hmm. rather than being told by his dad you shouldn't do this because the world keeps changing and what's bad yesterday it might not necessarily be bad now.
0: So we all know about the concept of a dad joke but you touched on it there. If Roman does something that makes you laugh it's going to be okay. What What is he doing at the moment that's making you laugh? I mean for Evangeline I have to do... I have to do a thousand in a row just to keep her entertained of these mime sneezes. So I go, and she goes, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and then it's like, and again, that's what I can be found doing after I finish my radio (laughs) show, just mime sneezing in my kitchen. Um, Is he doing something that's really entertaining you at the moment? Because I mean, starting to walk around, you touched on. Yeah, There's going to be a whole load of stuff that's going to come with that.
1: Put it this way, he's he's the kind of child where he's definitely a mummy's boy. He's definitely mummies, but I talk about it in my, my new show where I say, like, you know, he, he does not like when his mother leaves him with me by myself. Right, okay. I, and, I, and the reason why I think that is because he's always injured himself when he's been under my watch. And I've started to realise he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> He's doing it on purpose to make me look really bad. So so that Tiffany goes, well, I'm not leaving it with you again. Like rolling over, over the bed. Like, I feel like he's doing that on purpose now. Like, because when his mum's there, he's fine. Do you know what I mean? But I put him down, he's like, I told you, don't leave me with him. Bang. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, nah, nah, there's something going on here. He's also got this thrusting, humping thing that he's doing. Music isn't even playing. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, he's, he's got very strong legs as well. Roman's got very strong legs, no upper body at all, at all. Um, gymnast, I'm thinking, gymnast. Um, okay. But, but he's, yeah, he's he's just a very smiley kid and he's just, like, engaging and I try to engage with him as much as possible. Definitely next year I'm going to be on the road a lot, just see what I'm trying to say. So yeah. I definitely want the family to come to some shows with me and travel as well. And, yeah, man, just trying to be there as much as I can.
0: Talking of encouragement, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask about Aunt Sandra. Yeah. So you were with her from the age of five until 16, is that right, Kojo? Yeah. yeah. And she gave you £150 so you could join your first comedy club. Yeah, yeah. What was her parenting style like? And is she someone that you can kind of take things from mm. and implement as you raise
1: Roman? Um, one hundred percent, like so that woman is the woman that raised me,, mm-hmm. so I was in foster care from mm-hmm. five, and um <clears throat> and I called her like my superhero because although we are not bonded by blood, we are bonded by her raising me, and the job she did um was remarkable, and ultimately, I think I mirror her in character as well because. We just had this really close bond. She had children of her own, but me and her had this really close, special bond. And I think that is everything that I'm trying to do with my son. Mm -hmm. Making him my friend. I want him to kind of respect me because, not because I'm his dad, but because he respects me as a human being. And I think um, that keeps them more on the straight path than, you should respect me because I'm your dad. We've all been children. We know what reasons why we respected our dad or our parents and we know why we didn't respect them. Sometimes it's just maybe because they weren't cool or whatever to us. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nothing really thought out. It's just a feeling and, um, and what you see in the house every day. And what she showed me on a daily basis was love, support and, and always encouraged me always encouraged me no matter how many times i failed at something you know i was i was kind of like pinky in the brain you know i was always I had all these plans to take over the world you know what i mean and a fair few failed <laughs> a fair few <laughs> but um but she always kept on supporting it because she knew my mind was in the right place from a young age and um that's the kind of energy i kind of want to put around rome and let him see everything then he's got easier decisions to make you know what i mean from his experiences and um Yeah, that that woman to me is everything can, you know, like I said, from from, from £150 to everything that I've been able to give back to her is just insane.
0: Well, having known you for so many years, I think Aunt Sandra did a great job. Thank you very much. And also, in in what you've just said there as well, I think, you know, for people listening to this, people become part of a family unit Mm. in a myriad of ways. Yeah. And you said that, you know, she's not blood, but she raised you and supported you yeah. and helped carve out the, the person you would go on to become. And I think that's so important, whether people are fostering or adopting. Mm. And, you know, parenthood comes around in so many different it ways. It so does, yeah. And it's, you know, it's not necessarily just all about blood to yeah. be a good dad or a good mum. Exactly.
1: And I think I think growing up in school, like, I remember being excited to tell people that I was in foster care. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because some people are miserable with their own parents. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because, you know, because the world tells us that's normal and um, I didn't feel like I was underprivileged or I was left behind. Do you know what I mean? I always felt like, you know, I had somebody there that cared about me and that's what parenting is, somebody that cares about you. So definitely want to encourage more people to, to foster if, some, if it's something that you're interested in because... I am working for um, um a few charities that pertain to fostering and um okay. just to encourage parents to just kind of do that if you can help a child mm-hmm. like this we can do that in a manner of ways like mm-hmm. you just said and um for me I'm a good story I'm a good story about fostering like you know I wasn't moved around to house to house to house there's so many things that can derail a young person um, because they've been, there's no consistency in their life Do you know what I mean? Whereas I was there from 5 to 16 as you said mm-hmm. And that consistency kept me mm-hmm. with the same message throughout my yeah. life Do you know what I mean? And I just hope and pray that those of you who are trying to You know there's obviously short term But some people maybe need it for a month and that's fine but don't, don't just have kids bouncing around the place because it's, it's so... That's the,
0: that's the common image of it, isn't it? That's yeah, of what course, If yeah. you don't know and you haven't been working with the charities or been yeah. through it as you have, yeah. I suppose that's how it's commonly seen. Exactly. It's but- kids coming in for a couple of months and then off again and they're troubled. Mm-hmm. And they're difficult for the foster family to handle, but that's just not the Absolutely, case.
1: Absolutely, Dave, and that's why I'm trying to say, like, even if it's one, I can I can be that person that says, "Listen, it was a beautiful experience for mm-hmm. me. All of these stereotypes did not happen to me. I was loved every single moment of my being in in that situation. Um, it's made me want to do better in life and not use excuses. So for me, yeah, it's just it's just important to encourage more people that definitely want to um, foster it's or even adopt mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like go for it if you believe that you've got the right environment and you understand the impact that you can be having in a future president a future prime minister a future music artist you know what i mean that's the exciting thing just try and be there as much as you can really
0: if anybody listening to this uh feels that their son or daughter could be a prime minister then now would be a good time for them to take <laughs> over <laughs> even if they're seven yeah be fine exactly exactly <laughs> You kind of reconciled, if that's the right word, Kojo, and I don't mean to be rude if, yes. if that's the wrong word, you reconciled things with your dad, though. Mm-hmm. has that relationship changed? Is he still a disciplinarian who doesn't find anything funny? Or has, has time mellowed him and your relationship?
1: Um, do you know what? Yeah, we didn't speak for 10 years. Right. So we didn't speak for 10 years. And then, um, and then because the, the video of my first audition went so viral, he was actually in Ghana and he was, um, he came, it came on the news. And he's sitting there. And then he just messaged me saying, I'm proud of you. Like, I've just seen this. Wow. I'm so proud of you. And you know, like, when you've been angry about something for a long time and you feel like, I haven't heard from you and what's going on and blah, 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 blah. It, all it took was a text for him to say, I'm proud of you, for me to go, thank you very much. And that was it. It's very moving. There was no, there was no explain yourself. There was, it was like everything... Went out. And sometimes we carry on something. I call it an awkward five minutes, right? Where most of us can have that awkward five minutes with somebody if we're not happy about something. But we choose to sit in our pride, sit in our ego, and let that five minutes situation now become ten years. Yeah. Ten years. And let's be honest, it, anger gets diluted, doesn't it? Yeah. The longer it goes on, you actually aren't as angry. You can't, you can't be as angry as, as the heat at the moment. So... Him sending me that text message was all I needed. Mm -hmm. He didn't know that. But it it made me call him and go, thank you very much. And just give him a 60-minute update of what's been going on. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And he's always been watching. But sometimes it could just be a simple, I'm sorry, I'm proud of you, keep going. Do you know what I mean? And simple words can just heal so much. It can heal so many situations. And I feel like... I'd already let Pride and Ego go by even going on that show, so I had none left in me. So now I was ready to receive everything. Do you see what I'm saying? And if that was the time when me and my dad got back into a better space, then so be. And he loved me talking about him. He loved me.
0: Right, oh, that's nice. Do
1: you know what I mean? With all the stuff going on, I'm not ridiculing him or putting him out there as a negative light, in a negative light. I'm actually laughing about some of the stuff that he used to do. And he corrected me, he said it wasn't Ribini, it was Fanta. <laughs> so, so there you go. Ten years, Dad. Ten years. <laughs> he cut me some slack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a beverage. And now, of course, whoa, he's a grandfather. Mm. And, you know, that's just such a lovely thing to be. You
1: know, he speaks to my son, like, maybe once a week and stuff, and on the FaceTime. And, yeah, and then he's going to meet him later on this year as well, so... Right. It's just been like a really tough journey. But as you know, Dave, man, that's what we signed up for, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, we can all go to work and get a regular check that comes in all the time, or we can kind of just try and get the best out of this entertainment world and just be a part of everything that comes with it. Do you know what I mean? And just grow as human beings.
0: Let me ask you this question. It's seven years from now. You come home. Yeah. (laughs) Roman's there to greet you, smiling, happy.
1: You mean he hasn't hasn't left yet? (laughs)
0: He's he ain't out got on his own out. pad yet. He's out and he's
1: away. <laughs> good.
0: He stood there in the hallway. Mm. You open the front door. Behold, he's wearing a full Manchester United kit.
1: Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> Lord. What? Well, it's a good thing that I'm, I'm signed up with these fostering charities because he's going straight into the system. i tell you that much. Oh my gosh! He's going to—he's going straight into the system. (laughs) Uh, Man United, so it better be Halloween, (laughs) and he better have treats with him as well.
0: (laughs) I wish he would. Nicely answered. Valuable dad advice is something that we, we, we cover off here on, yeah. on the dad pod. And I think what you said very early on about, you know, making your own mistakes, you can only be the dad that you are. Yeah, I yeah. think this is a very good point. However, I have asked Benedict Cumberbatch what his dad advice would be. He said, sleep when they sleep. Make sure you build some napping time into your day to avoid going insane. Mm. Which isn't possible for all dads listening yep. to this. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not all darling Benny, are we? You know? <laughs> Uh, Just have a nap in the middle of the afternoon. Great, because I forgot these bills pay themselves, don't they? John Thompson said an interesting thing. He said, read to them as much as you can, even Mm. if you're not a book person. Have books and have literature in the house. Matt Willis said, nothing lasts. Everything is changing. You have to go with the flow. What would be your piece of dad advice for everybody listening right now?
1: Don't get bored. Don't get bored. It's so easy to kind of just... Stay at our level of thinking as an adult. It's so important that you've got to let go of where you are in life and what your interests are and kind of get back to that child's level. You've got to get to that baby's level. You know, I'm sure, Dave, everyone has brought Evangeline all these gifts, all these toys, and all she wants is a bit of tissue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she just wants me to mime sneeze in her face. Yeah. All
1: she wants is tissue just to wave it until she falls asleep. Like, like that is...
0: Tissue, I'm writing this down.
1: That is it. I give Roman everything. All he wants is a bit of tissue. Yeah, a wet wipe. Yeah? And he wants to just wave it as a flag. That has him entertained for an hour. And I'm saying, like, if that's what it is, I have to move with that. You See what I'm trying to say? So don't get bored. Don't get bored. Stay on the same level as your child and be as silly as them because they engage with where they're at. I'll tell you what, yeah no, I'll put this out there I don't think dads are good at This fake talk We're not good at it I'll give it a go Goo goo go, gaga go. I'll give it a go <laughs> Then after that I'm, I'm going straight into gags <laughs> That's all I got, Dave That's all I got I, I, I don't know. I can't do this But Tiffany's like What are you doing? Okay Really? Is that what you want to do? I'm like Is this Rainbow? You know that, that ketchup? Yes. Rainbow I, was like, I, I'm, I am not good at that I was like Look, when he starts talking Tiff, Tiff Give me a call Yeah <laughs> That's when I start kicking When he in. could converse as an adult. Yes. <laughs> when we, we, we can take him to mastermind. <laughs> yeah. That's when I'll be ready.
0: Kojo, let me ask you, in 15 years from now... Yeah. So Roman will be just over 16 years of age. Good Lord. He listens to this podcast. Yeah. What would you like to say to your son? I did the best I could, son. <laughs>
1: yeah. And thank God that you're still a Liverpool fan. <laughs> Kojo
0: it's been great seeing you and I think as we've touched on through our conversation we've known each other for many years and you're such a talented broadcaster and comedian and I'm so pleased that you are not finally getting the success you deserve but I think you've come to a lot of people's attention I think it was a bold move going on Britain's Got Talent and it's one that's paid off and fortune favours the brave so so pleased for you mate and the tour uh, kicks off early 2020 Uh, it's called the Taxi Tour must go see that one and also of course the book is coming do you know when that will be finished?
1: We are hoping for release autumn next year autumn next year year. after the tour then the the misery comes Uh,
0: (laughs) send my love to both Roman and Tiffany thank you for being brilliant on the dad pod Kojo everyone I hope you enjoyed my chat with Kojo make sure you catch him on tour he's a very funny man go to kojoanim.co.uk for more information Just like the last episode and the episode before that and the one before that. Nice comments and ratings are always welcome. And make sure you subscribe and like My Dad Pod. And if you really enjoyed it, you can always share it with a friend. My guest on the next episode is the supremely talented Tim Minchin. He's got a new TV show, he's back on tour and somehow he's found time to chat to me about all things Dad. So until next time on My Dad Pod, thanks again for listening. Well done, mate. Oh, that was lovely. Oh, wicked.